Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. An Erio's production. Would I kill my own baby to save a village? Would I go back in time and kill him? Would I take the promotion at work with strings attached? Would I eat muffins for the rest of my life if it meant I didn't have to go to school? Would I have Satan's child? The Big Ones! Hi everyone and welcome to The Big Ones! <laughs> no, it's okay, Steve. Each week we discuss new ethical questions ranging from historical decisions to relationship problems to brain-busting moral choices. The questions could be complicated to discuss, but they're always fun to talk about because they force you to look deep, deep, deep with inside yourself. Will you like what you see? Steve A.G. Yay! Hey guys, thanks for having me. I'm very excited to be here. Steve was mouthing the intro. Yeah, you were? I've heard it so many times. You're one of our biggest fans. Wow. It's, but you had a grievance. And maybe we should play his grievance. We haven't oh, played yes. it. So we did the alien episode where it was, would you let someone that was infected into the possibly spaceship, infected. possibly infected into the spaceship. Okay, so I'm just, I know we have Steve here, but I'm just going to play the message you <laughs> sent me. Okay. Hello, the big ones. This is... Long-time listener, first-time messenger Er, <laughs> That's not important. Steve Agee, I've been a guest on your show before. Look me up. I am currently listening to the newest episode with Mark McConville. You guys are referencing the movie Alien and whether or not it would be a good idea to bring uh, somebody onto your spaceship who uh, may possibly infect the rest of the crew, resulting in the death of everybody except Sigourney Weaver. The general consensus is you guys would bring the person on the ship. However, you keep talking as if this person has no signs of being infected, when in fact, in the movie, the person they bring on the ship still has a face hugger attached to his face. He's clearly infected. There is a giant space lobster on this person's face, and the person is not seemingly okay. He is unconscious with a space lobster on his face. I have been losing my shit listening to you guys talk about this, waiting for one of you to realize that, oh, oh yeah, he's there's clearly a monster on this man. We should maybe not bring him on this shit. On the ship, I'm going insane listening to this. I had to stop it to text Amanda, whose reply was, "Oh no, people are going to be mad." <laughs> anyway, uh, congratulations! Uh, your show just keeps getting better, and uh, I hope you guys have me on again soon. Bye. So, anyway, so okay, so that's fair, and that that and you seemed upset. But let me ask you this, Steve. Say he didn't have the the space turkey on him or whatever it is. <laughs> what? The space cornucopia. Someone's ready for Thanksgiving. 
say you didn't have that space turkey on him. And then he came in and he was like, no, I was just attacked by a space guy, but I'm okay now. Would that change things for you? No. If we had done the dilemma as though authentic to the movie, as though he had the space turkey on his face, it almost would have made the dilemma too easy in a way. Because who's going to let a guy with the turkey on his face (laughs) come onto the ship? Not me. me. Now, Steve, before we get to your little big one, and we got to talk a little bit about your career. Oh, my uh, God. I just have a little update because on the last episode, we um, played a game of Fuck, Mary Kill with Denzel, Tom Hanks, and um, Antonio Banderas. Antonio Banderas. Um, anyway, so I've since that conversation, Maria got really um, got all down my pants because I <laughs> I hadn't I was saying I watched Glory for the first time oh, and I go right. wow I finally get it Denzel he's got the stuff and you were saying well how dare you have you yeah. ever heard of a little movie called Training Day well I rushed to video store <laughs> and I rented Training Day uh-huh. uh, and I watched it um, I think two nights ago and okay so I cleared my calendar watched Training Day and I gotta say I don't think you get it because Denzel in Training Day is not the same as Denzel in Glory. You know who's great in that movie? You know who I slept on for a while? Ethan Hawke. Ethan Hawke. Okay, Ethan Hawke's spinning image of my high school boyfriend, Brad. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) I for a long time was like I don't get the hawk. I'm not I'm not gonna fly with the hawk. You know what I mean? Like I don't get it. Then all of a sudden, like maybe like five years ago, I think like around when Boyhood came out, I was like, wait, hold on a minute. Why is Hawk still in the picture? I don't get it. And I sat with myself and I realized Hawk's got the goods. What did it for you? I think I just realized that he wasn't just the pretty boy I thought he was portraying himself to be. Not in training day. No, no. And I just saw, and now I'm seeing him in these older roles and I'm going like, yeah, dad. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's a daddy. <laughs> he is a daddy. Yeah. So anyway, that's just my Denzel update that I do think, yeah, he's hot in Training Day too. But Denzel and Glory, I mean, there's nothing beats that. Well, you should see Philadelphia. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> he's really good. Is he that. a good boy in that? Or he he's, a, boy? he's a boy who learns a little bit. Okay. Yeah, I like when he learns. learns so you're basically living in Atlanta now working on what? Suicide Squad. So are you allowed to be in a Marvel movie and a DC movie or did you not tell them? Yeah. I know. <laughs> <laughs> wow. They're going to are they going to make an action figure out of you? I would assume. <gasps> oh my god. Steve. So are you famous? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. And also yes, this you movie are. does not come out for 2 years. Well, that's okay. the perfect amount of time. Just to... hang in there, Steve. Hang in there for yeah. 2 years you got to. What's your little big one? I'm staying with my mom, who lives in Riverside, which is an hour east of Los Angeles. So, shout out nine oh nine, baby. Is that right? Nine five one, baby. Is that it used true? to be nine oh nine, and before that, it was the seven one four. Baby, what's Riverside known for? What's like? What brings in the meth? Tourists? Is it yes? Okay. Fair oranges too. It used to be the whole Inland Empire used to be orange groves and the Mission Inn, which is really great around. It's where my parents got married. You've told oh, me that. I love the Mission Inn. We it's really great. In fact, the Friday, you guys should all drive out there and watch the the lighting ceremony. Really? Is yeah. that? Oh, oh, that'd be amazing. That does sound nice. Should we do a live big ones from the big <laughs> from the Riverside <laughs> from the big the big? No, nope, not worth it. <laughs> okay. Um. So. My 
mine is more guilt uh, about guilt and like really not wanting to stay at my mom's house because I've always lived an hour away from, you know, my dad passed away five years ago, but I've always lived an hour away from home. So I only ever have to go home like once every couple of weeks for a visit and I'm good. I go home for Thanksgiving for the day and I'm good. Now that I don't have a home, I'm staying at my mom's house and it's driving me fucking insane. I guess my bit, it's, it's really not an issue since I am already staying there, but it, should I feel guilty about not wanting to be well, there? How long the are you there? Uh, till the, uh, till uh, Sunday. And it's a, so just it's like eight, eight or nine days. And it's yeah. just you and your mom at the house. And my sister. My sister lives there. My sister's been taking care of my mom. My mom fell in April mm. and hurt her back. And uh, and so my sister's living there helping out with my mom. And that also drives me crazy. My sister drives me crazy as well. Because so. they've got their whole little life all right. You just you stepped into and it. And there's nothing to do. Everyone goes to bed super early. And the house is so quiet. If you cough at one end of the house, you'll wake somebody up on the other. It's so Seriously? quiet. It's insane. I'm not sure I understand. <gasps> <gasps> What's that? Why does she do that? Because I that? said Seriously. She's absolutely she's scary. crazy. Now, this is something I can relate to. I think Maria can as well because we're all Southern California locals. So we're all in this situation where I never go home and stay at my parents' house for more than a it's night. Awesome. Um, it's awesome. It is awesome because I get to see them, you know, once or twice a month. Um, and then they can come up and visit me, which they rarely ever do, but on occasion. But I, I go down a couple times a month. And then... Where is this? Long Beach. Long Beach. And, then, yeah. and she's uh, spread out. Fullerton. <laughs> she's the valley. Uh, Toluca Lake and oh, Santa Monica. Uh, really LA. Wow. So it's like Suicides. I don't ever do that thing that people do where they go home and then they, you know, stay for a week or they meet their family somewhere and then they're like, I'm so uh, sick of my family. But I will say after 24 hours, I'm like, I got to get the hell out of here. Yeah. Yes. Like, I watch I watch people every holiday like, oh, f- God damn it. I got to like now fly and it's the busiest time of the day every or of the year and everyone's and it's cold and flu season and you just hear people coughing on the plane. And I'm like. Oh, I'm going to be here watching movies and I'll go to my mom's house for the day and come back that night. They make movies out of this. You know, that's how common it is. Exactly. They make tons of movies about going home Home for for the holidays. holidays. But we're all so lucky. And I was just talking to Matt about this, that we're so lucky and we take it for granted that we don't have to travel for the holidays. I don't think you need to feel guilty. You'll feel what you feel. It's just the way you act it out, Steve. Mm. Yeah, but it is hard because you want to also respect your own personal boundaries. Like if you're going to be there for multiple nights and you go like, because this is how I am. At a certain point, I will start snapping at people and like all revert back to being a brat. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to my room. I'm going to eat my turkey in my room. And then no one wins. So for the sanity of everyone, I need to limit my time at home sometimes like just because yeah like i also it's yeah so anyway i feel like if you did need to like be like i'm gonna go stay at my house like dog sit for my friends for a night or two and up a man in is LA, doing air quotes you can't see it then dog i think sit. like that's I've fine that i've done that back when my dad was still alive and just like i just want to do nothing for yeah. the holidays and have i have in the past said shit to my parents like Oh, me and my friends rented this cabin 
I've been like Big Bear or Ojai, and we're all going out of town for the holiday. Uh-huh. And they're like, oh, that's cool. That's awesome. Have fun. And I literally am doing no such thing. I'm at home Steve, on the couch. sad. It's not sad. It's fucking so relaxing to not have to do anything. But don't you ever, aren't you, when you're sitting on the couch alone, do you think, well, God, it would be kind of fun to be in a cabin in Ojai? Oh, that of course would be awesome. But all my <laughs> friends are with their dumb families. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's that co- always that constant struggle of guilt with families, you know, but we do the best we can. So I don't think you should. I feel like anyone in your position would feel that way. You just have to like get out of the house so as much as you can to do podcasts. Oh my so God. That- I do so many errands during the day when I'm at home. I'm like, I'm going to go get coffee. Oh, I'm gonna, I got to go to Staples. I got to like. Yeah, that's an interesting. So what are the good local coffee shops in Riverside? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> he, I just just go Starbucks. Down, he just goes and sits in his car. Oh, they always I, look around I do the that block. Too. So uh, what do you guys do for Thanksgiving? Turkey, usual. Do you cook? I help. That's funny. <laughs> I made pumpkin pies yesterday. I made two pumpkin pies. Well, see, it seems like you're having a good time. And is more family joining for the holiday or is it just you three? No, it'll just be me and my mom and my sister. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe use this time instead of going and, and kind of um, sitting and, and at a Starbucks. Why don't you go uh, do some charity work? Ugh. God. It's that time of the year. It's that time of the year, isn't it? I know. It we all should. Time. We all should. I just don't even know how to get started in charity work. What do you do? Just show <laughs> well, up? Well, it's not easy to get in. <laughs> You I'm just not show up. <laughs> I'm not part of the club. Where are you going to show up? I don't know. That's the thing. Homeless tent I city. Yeah, I hey guys. You know what's really nice? I saw this the other day. So we're right by a, a homeless city underpass. <laughs> L.A. is really. Um, it's the homeless cities. The one on Gower. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like tent cities. You know, a lot of those people are like privileged oh like, i believe cell that. phones radios i believe it bicycles at that one spot now i did also see a woman um pooping in the gutter uh yeah, yeah. peeing right outside my car peeing in a storage unit <laughs> yeah that's like call back to steve saying he uh, spilled his pee all over his dishes i had to pee in my storage <laughs> unit yesterday because it just the urge hit me to pee so hard and I was looking for a hard drive in my storage unit, and um, uh, there were no bathrooms at the storage facility, and I thought my kidneys were about to explode, so I found a gigantic plastic cup and just peed right there in the storage unit and set the cup on the ground and was standing on something, looking through boxes, and the thing I was standing on broke and knocked over my cup of pee. That story's so nice, he told it twice. twice. <laughs> I figured the listeners deserved. <laughs> they did. They do deserve it. <clears throat> Steve, before we get to our big, big one, you know the drill. We got to do our app. Oh, yeah. Oh, good. I'm glad you're here for and this. And you have a booming... You have, yes. you, you have the voice of not only a booming man, but a man that's in both the Marvel and DC universe. Yes. Oh, my God. And if they don't listen to that, I, I, then what are we doing? Okay. You know what I mean? Listeners, listen even closer right now. At this point, you will go online and subscribe and leave a comment. Wherever you are listening, wherever you are listening to this podcast, I don't care if it's iTunes or Stitcher or Himalaya or one of the other 
apps for podcasting, go and rate this podcast. If you're a regular listener, there's no reason why you shouldn't have done this already. These girls are talking about it constantly, and they're they're getting their guests in on it now. That's how important it is. Why haven't you left a comment? It's insane. It is insane. Pause this app right now and go leave a nice comment and give them five stars. Paul F. Tompkins has done it, probably. I've done it. I subscribe to Patreon, too. I don't have to do that. I get one less coffee a week, so I can subscribe on Patreon. No big deal. It's worth it, guys. Trust me. Go, go do it now, and then once you've done it, then listen to the big one on this. The big, the big circumstance on this podcast episode. <laughs> That was thank you so much. Yeah, of course, you're welcome. That was stirring. That yeah, was, was like stirring. a arousing <laughs> call to arms. Uh, That's what it was. It was a call to arms. And I got that on video. If anyone wants to go to my Instagram to see what that was like in real life, because it was it shook me. Yeah. So I'll well, I've re- been acting pretty seriously for the yeah, past three months. That's what we've heard. I have something to say. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. Here, let's hear it. Okay, so I have a little announcement that is... A what? No, it's not. You know this already. Um, the complete woman... Oh, I thought no, you were I'm not pregnant. pregnant. Yeah, I know. No, can you imagine she I announced it on a podcast? I wanted to get your reactions on Mike. Ew, just kidding. <laughs> I never would. Um, the complete woman full back catalog is out now. Um, so go to Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen and subscribe to that. And rate that one too, you yeah, assholes. Yeah, I started listening to the complete wedding. Thank you. <laughs> it's great. Thank you. Yeah, don't be a dummy. Subscribe and rate. So if you listen to the big ones and you haven't listened to that yet, I'm begging you, please. I work so hard on it. Maria's all over that. Her yes, little I thumbprints am. are, are all over little, it. She has the littlest thumbprints. And the complete Christmas is coming out December oh, 3rd and the trailer wait. comes out today. So go and listen, listen. to that and rate and review and subscribe. Amanda, that's such a cool way Very to, integrate, to integrate. Thank you. Let's just really quickly just read a quick review from Casual Nature. Six six stars is what wow. they wrote because they oh, wish wow. because they can only give it five, but uh, they said that they would give it six. It's yeah. like when someone says, "I gave one hundred and ten percent." Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm. Or a a, a, te- a ten out of ten. Someone goes eleven out of ten. Yeah, or spinal tap. Yeah, this like I'll turn it up, up to, to 11. eleven. So they say, "Hi, big ones. If I could give you all more stars, I would." My coworker and I absolutely love your podcast, and we knew that we would. We must rate and review. You know what, asshole? You can give more stars. Create another yeah, account. Yeah, that's the thing. If and you're then not go on and do that. If you don't have a burner account, just don't say. I wish I could give it more stars. <laughs> you can give it more stars. <laughs> I have like three emails. Okay, now this is the thing I was also thinking of, Maria. You touched on this in another episode, but I want to say. If you are going to send us an email with your big one or your little big one, why not just create a bogus email address and leave it as a review? So five-star review with that in it, then everyone wins. Oh, yeah. Okay, guys. Well, we're going to take... We got to cool off. Um, Get ready for a commercial about man-made diamonds. <laughs> they are all over this. They're I am fascinated by this, in. by the way. We got you. All right, guys. We'll be right back. 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Okay, we're back. Oh, that was a good one. Yeah. So are we, got, are we guys readies? We is. We guys readies. <laughs> so this is one... Um, that I'm, ooh, uh, just a quick uh, officer-involved shooting alert. What? <laughs> but we're good. We're neighborhood in, app. We're in good. Uh, we're inside. Yes, it is. Citizen. Should I lock the door? Um, no, uh, if they, yes. if, if they want to come in, nothing's going to stop I'm gonna them. I'm going to just lock the door real quick, just in case. Yeah. Okay, she's locked the door. So now we know. <laughs> now we know no one can get in. Seriously, if someone did try to get in, how would we get out? We couldn't get out. There's no second exit. Oh, that's some fucked up shit. Because there's bars over the the window. But Steve, you could maybe break the bars. I think you could. You could throw maybe um, this air conditioner, this stand-up air conditioner into it. Like, um, use it as a... (laughs) I'm literally looking around. Yeah, you could. Oh, you know what? No, Steve could probably, honestly, you could break through one of these walls. <laughs> He's big. He pipe. <laughs> yeah, there's enough in here to get us out. I believe yeah, that. Yeah. That's the that's a good escape room. It's nothing other than you put people in a destructible room and they have to find a way Claw to get their out. Way yeah, out. exactly. Because mm-hmm. that's more physical. It's like a... Oh, it's a workout. Yeah. Okay, so this is a um, big one I came up with because I watched a documentary oh. on oh. Netflix. Oh. And um, so this is born out of that. Did you just recently watch it? I watched it um, uh, uh, middle, middle, mid-October. Okay. Okay. It's not the devil next door. Okay, what's that? That's the, the Nazi guy living in Wisconsin and they find out that he was Ooh. Oh no. He was Ivan the Terrible and like Oh my god. Did horrible shit and So what do they do? I haven't finished watching it yet. Oh my god. I got to check that out. No, this isn't that, but it does have to do with something devilish. Okay. Oh, cool. And uh Amanda, you sure you want me to read this? I I'm happy for you too since it was your dilemma. <laughs> I haven't heard this one yet. You live in a suburban neighborhood where one of your neighbors puts on an extreme haunted house within the confines of his property. People come from all over to walk through the torture chamber. Before you enter, you have to sign a long waiver that states that no matter what happens, there is no safe word. No one has ever died or been seriously injured, but the emotional damage of the haunt has been known to leave a lasting scar to some. (laughs) (laughs) are extreme haunted houses ethical can someone really know what they are getting into before they truly know what it is so this has to do with this documentary called, uh, I forget what it's called, I'll have to find it. But it's basically, it's these extreme haunted houses where, and this guy does it out of his house in this suburban neighborhood, 
where no one dies or anything like that, but you sign a waiver. And you, have you seen the documentary? Steve? No, but I know about. They used to do one downtown. My friend Dave uh, did one where it's like you go by yourself. You give them your your info, like social media stuff, so they know shit about <gasps> you. Oh and they're like, God. if you want to see your daughter again, like shit like that, where you're like, what? And like, they're allowed to touch you. They're allowed to like handle you. And he said it was really disturbing. And at one point, they push him out onto the street. This is like <gasps> in like Skid Row. And mm-hmm. like, and he thinks it's done. And he's like trying to find like the parking lot again. And there's like a homeless guy who like comes up to him. And it's like, you got any money? He's like, no. He's like, actually, I don't have my wallet because they take your wallet shit. And he's, he's like, bullshit, give me some money. And he thinks he's being accosted by a homeless guy. And it turns out it's a guy from the haunted house who then like is like, you think this is over? This is never going to end. And oh then like God. pushes him through a wall. And he's all of a sudden back in the fucking haunted <gasps> house again. Um, I heard about one where they put a plastic bag over your head and then they make you dig through a toilet bowl filled with what seems to be poop for a key. Yeah, they do. So this one, okay, so the the documentary is called Haunters, The Art of the Scare. It's on Netflix. And this isn't something where like it's all fake. Like people literally vomit on themselves and then they like... So what are they doing? They push it back into their mouths. What? I'm done. I can't do it. They have, so this guy, I'll just give you a a quick breakdown. This guy, McCamey, I think is his name. He puts it on and he's just this guy. And he films it all, and then he puts it online for people to watch. But and and he pre-screens people before they come to the haunted house to make sure, like, they really want to do it. Like, are you one hundred percent sure? Making sure you have a heart condition. Yeah, exactly. And then and then the most sadistic, actual physical torture too. Yeah. Like they were waterboarding one guy. Oh my god! And like what? Like, but the thing is, they sign you sign a you go. Yeah, I want to be. I know I'm not going to die. So I sign away. Now, do you guys understand the impulse to want to be scared like that? Yeah. I do too. Yeah. You do? I like haunted houses. I do too. That's, that, I couldn't do that though. No, but I understand people are bored and they're kind of yearning for this sort of fight or flight adrenaline rush. It's the same reason why people skydive or free solo. You know, it's like people are chasing this sort of animalistic energy you yeah know? they can't get enough but is it so is it first question is is it ethical to put on something like that where you even if someone signs off on it like is it ethical to put someone through that kind of torture yeah i don't see uh, okay so i don't really see it as unethical because to me i'm like kind of equating it to like the kink community where if you have like two consenting adults and they want to get up to like crazy shit as long as it's not harming other people who don't want to be involved i guess like what can you do as long as you're not but if you're causing i guess i would say there's a line though if one person is getting like actually irreparably physically harmed then i do think that it's 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 not okay so some of the people like afterwards you may be emotionally scarred for life in a way that you didn't know because you went through something that was like horrific and how could you know how that's going to affect you well i think by signing a waiver you that's that's a hint that something horrible might happen right yeah I mean, I mean, people skydive and they have to sign waivers and you know you could die from that. Yeah, but it's not 
that's fine if like death is like the thing that could happen but it's about the stuff in between like in between skydiving if like they pretended the plane was going to go down you know what i mean and then (laughs) (laughs) it's almost like are is this whatever this uh, niches that this guy's filling is he giving people an outlet and the same thing with like people doing weird like you know you see those things where the people are hanging by their skin uh, like the what yeah, yeah. masochism they, they their Ew, skin. or they're hanging they by their that? nipples like that kind of stuff like where should that hanging they're hanging it From out the in, in the carnivals <laughs> No, there are whole communities where that's yeah, a thing. They're hanging by their back skin like Ew. and flying around like a circus what? performer. You've never seen this? No, I don't want that. Oh, it's like, what's it called? Um, Cirque du Soleil. No, I, that's not my <laughs> I Cirque, went to Cirque so. du Soleil in Atlanta and I've never been to one before. And there was a woman hanging by her hair doing tricks. And it was her real hair. How do you ins- know? Because we talked to them afterwards. Oh, dang. And you said, excuse me, ma'am, was that you tugged on her hair? Is that a wig? And she's, nope, that's my actual hair. God. But I think, you know, I I could see where it's like, should that kind of stuff be illegal? Circus Yeah, like the people, the self-mutilation communities. Like at what point do we make stuff, we legislate against that kind of behavior? About how you treat your own body? Because is suicide illegal? It's yes. not legal. It's not? But if you attempt suicide... suicide is now becoming a thing. It is. But if you attempt suicide and you fail, they don't send you to jail. Um, no, but they send you to a facility. Yeah. So I don't think technically suicide is illegal. Is the idea... <laughs> <laughs> no one knows how to answer it. What about the idea of there being no safe word no matter what? I just I I think actually because that seems totally irresponsible to me. Yes. On both on both accounts, mm-hmm. but is it wrong if both of them are consenting to it? I just think um, that seems. What's the word I'm looking for when it's ir- neg- negligent or? Um, but that's part of the scare. Part of the scare is there's no way out of this. So that's why people sign up for it. But I don't think people know their limits. I don't think that should be legal, actually, to have some dude running that out of his house. And then watching the footage alone in his house. I think that should be illegal. Some random dude. That seems wrong. And he's with the people the entire time. He's like filming in their face. Should be like Chase Bank doing it or something. Oh, I would go to a Chase Bank haunted house. (laughs) Well, there definitely seems like there should be oversight. If you're exchanging money and paying someone to Mm -hmm. do this service. No, it's free. He only asks (gasps) for dog food. No. What? For his dog. Come on. Because he like rescues dogs. So he doesn't pay. People don't pay to do it. Hounds of hell. I mean, what can you do when it's a consenting adult who signed a waiver? What? How can you? I don't think it's morally right. I think it's messed up. I just think it's weird. I don't. Yeah, it is. Morally wrong. It's fucking weird. I just think it's. I don't think it's morally wrong on the part of the person, uh, the guest going in to participate. I think the guy running this operation is. There's something weird there. Is it? But is it just um uh what is it called like a demand and what is that called supply and demand supply and demand like isn't that isn't it just giving people what there's a um a void of in <laughs> the haunted house community is extreme haunts i just think we're too we're we're like we needed to, we needed to like draw that line and stay behind it like 20 years ago 
Do you know what I mean? Of like these extreme, like let's go even more extreme. It's like, look, we don't have to. Well, it kind of reminds me of um that Black Mirror episode where um um what's going on? Oh yes, you got a Velcro. I found Velcro and. It's- <laughs> That is like catnip for me. <laughs> See, it's just it's like velcroing it's into like the mic. Wrap. But um, there's a Black Mirror episode with, uh, I believe it's Kurt Russell's son is the Wyatt. star of it. Wyatt. And he's a star. Talk about a star a quality. Yeah. Anyway, so he's in this episode where he goes, he signs a waiver and goes into this like, um, he thinks he's like getting paid to participate in an experiment. And it ends up being an extreme haunt. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, so that's interesting. Thing I said. <laughs> <laughs> it does remind me now. I just and this is going to shock both of you, and I'm ready for the the Florida to come out from beneath your feet. I just I watched said the Florida, <laughs> the Florida project. Um, I just watched for the first time the game. Okay, oh, yes. I just rewatched it like six months ago. Okay, it's on Netflix. Yes, I've seen it. Um, I've seen it. And it's very much a similar thing of signing away what you don't know you're signing away. You know what I mean? Like, there's also a trust in other people, right? To go like, there's this service you're providing me. We're both human beings. Maybe you could tell when enough is enough. Well, why don't, well, well, let's do an improv and try and wrap our heads around this. Like, should we do it where like you and I are running the service and Steve wants to participate and we're having him sign the waiver? Mm-hmm. Sure. Oh, really quickly. One other thing is that guy that haunted house that I'm referencing, he would hire high school kids to like be in the haunted house. <sighs> and it was like, they it's had a recipe to... for disaster. Yeah. 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 Steve still has Steve. his Velcro. Sorry. He can't here, give it to me. You, you can take it home with you. Yeah, you no, can. Yes. You take that home. That's your, that's, <laughs> that's your like present. me with a little twisty. Look, I've been twisting up my purse string. <laughs> I love a little twisty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. So we're putting on the haunted house and what's Steve doing? I'm a patron. I'm coming up to. S- okay. Okay. I'm a possible uh, participant. You're a haunt hound. A haunt hound. Yeah. He's a thrill seeker. Yeah. I, I do BMX. <laughs> Hello, Mr. Hey, Gary. Uh, are you guys open? Sure are. We're open 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. This haunted house is mm-hmm. open 365 days a year. Yeah. We right. never wow. stop. When That's... you do what you love, you never work a day in your life. Well, I heard about it from my friend Wyatt, and he said it was one of the most terrifying events uh, of his life. Oh, that's a common review. <laughs> he still has nightmares. I'm a huge fan, um, but he said I have to sign something? Okay, yes. Yeah. So if you are, and if you are very interested in this for real, then yes, we would have to do a full mental test as well as have you sign just this quick binder. Oh, so I'd have to Wait. sign it and you do a background check. I come back in like a couple weeks. No, we do it. We do it on the internet. We can expedite it for a fee if you're looking to get spooked today. I'd like to be spooked tonight. <laughs> my, okay, my sister and I inherited this haunted house from our mother. Mm-hmm. That's why it's called Trish and Tani's House of... <laughs> Hookers. House of Mother's Hookers. <laughs> mother's House of Hookers. All right, well, give me this, uh, give me this sheet. Okay. Now, this is like a really thick... Yeah. Oh, yeah, you're going to want to read that word for word. Yes. Yeah, so I, I just want to... We've had some complaints before, but this isn't your normal haunted house, okay? This is 
actual. Now, you're, what, what are you reading there? Your, your, your eyes. It says there's no safe word on here. There's no safe word. Mm-mm. What if I, I have a very weak heart. What if I start having heart palpitations? That's, we can't, if you're not willing to risk. I want to be scared. I, I really want to do this, but like. Mm, we don't usually take people with a weak heart, but we might be able to make an exception. Trish. Trish. Come what? on. Tawny, what? We can't have someone with a weak heart here. Well, it's just arrhythmia. I mean, it's not like it's a just arrhythmia. Heart disease. Listen, he knows what he's getting into. If he wants to sign the waiver and participate in Trish and Tawny's mother's house of hookers, hookers. hooker house, hooker haunted house. All right, I'm going to sign this. I'm I'm not going to read the rest. I mean, it's a haunted house, right? Now, what's the scariest thing that's ever happened to you? Oh, my girlfriend got pregnant when a condom broke. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Now, that was terrifying. Okay. So in order to custom tailor your horror experience to you, we're going to need to ask you a few questions. Okay. Shoot. Are you prone to sec- bodily secretions? Like throwing up? Or the other way. You get a little nervous. Diarrhea. Maybe. Or a- I have IBS. Okay. Mm, that's good. We can work with that. <laughs> what? What are the things, what are your top three fears? Throwing up is, I'm scared of throwing Me up. Me too. I know this in real life too, by the way. And I am by, in real life, by the way. But uh, for the purpose of this, I'm also, I'm afraid of throwing up. I'm afraid of dogs. Mm. And I'm afraid of high school kids. <laughs> Wow, the Amazing. perfect customer. Yeah. Amazing. Well, why don't you do this? We'll take this waiver from you. Why don't you go through Sli- these, uh, slip into something more comfortable? So <laughs> you slip into this beautiful negligee we have for you. Uh, You're going to become okay. one of our hookers today. What? Do I have to sleep with people? Well. Here you go. You signed the waiver. Now come into so the like boudoir. I, okay. Oh, my God. Take a seat on the oh shade. Oh, my God. Look at all the satin pillows in this room. Are they satin or are they blood? I. You know what? I want out. Why is this door locked? Hey, big sweetie. What's Why your name? Why is this name? door locked? What's your name, little lady? Give daddy I'm not a, a lady. <laughs> I want out. And see. <laughs> see? This is that scary. Can get scary. You're suddenly just like working at a Vegas whorehouse. <laughs> but that's that's an interesting point though. You're just getting fucked. <laughs> that's an interesting point. Because let's say like the vomiting and then pushing it back in your mouth thing, is that any different than like having someone sexually like abuse you? Oh well this is the thing. Like could it what if it did get sexual and you had signed that waiver? Right. Is that okay? It's not okay. It's not normal, but is that... But people have... I mean, okay, trigger warning. People have rape fantasies, and people do arrange yeah. encounters like but that. there's usually a safe word. Yep. This is the safe word. Is Are we all on the same page that the safe word makes or breaks it? I think so. Because yes. otherwise, even if you sign the waiver, if you're not consenting, if you're not actually consenting, then I feel like the waiver is maybe inadmissible in a courtroom. But is the other thing that... People are like, no, it's like when you're working out, right? And you go like, I can't do one more. And then the, you know, person goes, do it, you know, and then you do one more push up or whatever. <laughs> it's break. It's pull. It's Just putting- have sex with one more person. <laughs> it's pushing you past the limits you thought you could. And I think that's maybe what the no safe word is. But like these people need to like do a project or something. Like, well, they are. They're doing a haunted house. 
I don't know, guys. The safe word breaks it for me. Yeah. I agree. I could, uh, yeah. It's it's good knowing that you have that handbrake there if you need it. You know what there should be? There should be a safe word, and then there should be like a pre-safe word. Like if you go like, mm. like you cinnamon. know, cinnamon, then the means people, hey. it means I'm, if if this was the safe word, I would say it, but I wouldn't mean it. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like I'd say it because I'm at my breaking point, but let's just go a little harder. Yeah, yeah. And then the, you'd say the safe word, which is I'm I'm a celebrity. Get me out of here or whatever. <laughs> I'm naked and afraid. <laughs> well, this reminds me of that um, Netflix scare tactic show I've been watching. Oh, yeah. What's it called? Oh my God. Scare tactic. It's not scare tactic. Oh, it's a new one. I watched it. It's just scare tactic. Yeah, it is. But it's. I, it just reminded me of that because they really do kind of like they pull one over on people. Do you think there's a difference between a mental, um, like something that's just purely mental, like a scare tactics, and something that's physically physical? Like, is there a difference between? between... Yeah, because. Uh, um. I do think so, because I feel like there are certain haunted houses, even at like Not Scary Farm, that you could say cause some mental harm. You're just talking about the Western show? <laughs> yes, Snoopy on By Ice. the way, you know the very first incarnation <laughs> of uh, punk Before the one that was on TV, they did a pilot with Ashton Kutcher, and they had to do it in Vegas, and it wasn't celebrities. They were just fucking with normal people. Uh-huh. And... They do this stuff in Vegas. Like, they do crank anchors in Vegas because you can do... I think you guys did with the dentist phone call. Yeah. And someone wrote in, like, hey, yeah. you can't uh, do yeah. that without their permission. Busted. In Vegas, you can because of that rule that you were saying. Like, mm. only one person has oh. to be aware. So they shot this pilot in Vegas. And one of the bits that they did was uh, couples would check into a hotel and get upgraded to a suite. Like, mm. oh, sorry, uh, your room's not ready. We're going to upgrade you. And the couple will go into the suite, and it's massive. Just like, oh, my God, we hit the jackpot. This is great. And they're running around going, this is great. Oh, no. And then uh, then one of them will go into the bathroom, and there's a, a dead body in the <gasps> bathroom. And so they shot this, and I think it was on probably the very first one. Like, the couple goes in, the girlfriend goes into the bathroom, and she's, like, fucking freaking out. Like, she's crying, and uh, the producers are on the earpiece with the guy who's supposed to play the manager to go in and calm uh-huh. him down. And they're like, go in there and calm him down. <laughs> I know the guy that was playing the manager. This is how I know about this. And this is Kutcher putting this on. This uh-huh. is Ashton's with <laughs> yeah, his yeah. headset on. Yeah, yeah. And so they're like, go in. You got to go in there now. And <laughs> this guy was like, nope. Because <gasps> they're crying and screaming. Yeah, I'm and not yelling. dealing with that. And he's like, I'm not dealing with that. They're like, you got to go in there. He's like, uh-uh. Fuck no. Do you hear them freaking out? No. Nope. That's good on him. I know. He did the right thing because otherwise he's a part of that. Yeah. And he's got his images captured on camera. Because that's the thing. It's like it's all fun and games when you go, you've got punked. But like in the moment, they really think they're seeing a dead body. So that. Yes. Well, then also, obviously, that's a horrible idea. It's one thing if like, oh, the celebrity broke a fish tank. Oh, that one was bad. Yeah. Or they're selling Justin Timberlake's house. Yeah. Yeah. And they're even, possessing yeah. his house. Yeah. Even that's a or little Dax bit Or Dax moves into the, the Lachey Simpson house. <laughs> Remember? He lives outside. Yeah, yeah. I mean, those are those are harmless fun. Yeah, but a dead body in a bathtub. The lesson is here, don't sign waivers. Mm-mm. Right. You can't. You can't. 
I just think extreme haunted houses need to just... I think anyone who puts on that kind of extreme haunted house from their own house, I think you need to do something more productive. It's a perfect haunted house. You just need a maze with some black lights and a coffee can full of marbles to (gasps) shake around. That is scary. I want a coffee can full of marbles. Me too. Oh, that's easy. (laughs) Steve would be like in the corner with his Velcro. Yes. Just going. You sit in a dark corner with a a dark blanket over you. You can have this for another second. Well, was that a good big one? Do you guys? It was think? great. I thought yeah, that was yeah. really interesting. Yeah. Well, go check out uh, that documentary. It um, it's not great, but it's it's all right. <laughs> um. Okay. Now let's get to our dear big ones. Okay. And I guess I'll read this one too, Amanda, if you want. Okay. Dear big ones. First off, I recently discovered the big ones and I love it so much and I can't wait to catch up on all the eps. Well, you should go go listen to Steve's other episodes because they're really good. Little Mermaid. Little Mermaid. Old Lady or Monkey. Monkey. Oh, that's my all-time favorite episode. (laughs) (laughs) My current little big one is that I have a trip planned this weekend to go visit some friends from college. Nope. (laughs) don't do it solve this problem don't go i don't get to see them often they live about a five hour drive away and this weekend was the only time for a long time that worked for all of us i came down with a cold yesterday and i'm supposed to leave tomorrow is it rude to go and stay at a friend's house for the weekend when you're sick Mm. knowing that it could get them sick i still want to go because i because if I don't, it could be months and months before the schedules line up again. I know I'll probably have made my decision by the time you see this. And unless I get considerably sicker, I think I'm still going to go. But what do you guys think? Is it inconsiderate to subject others to your germs, even if it's just a minor cold? We all used to be roommates, so we've definitely been around each other's germs before. I don't know if that makes a difference. Sincerely, sickness in Seattle. They live in Seattle. Wow. I know Maria's answer. I know. Stay home, girl. Same with mine. Even from a girl's trip? Um, (laughs) Well, I think... Here's the thing. The minor cold thing is what what I'm like, well... Someone told me yesterday that you can't catch a cold from someone else. It's only if it's a viral infection. Then how do you get a a cold then? I don't know. Who told you that? It's like the wind. Someone said that and I went, what? And they go, well... It's like the wind. Where does wind start? Where yeah. does a cold start? I heard that the only reason that that more people get cold colds in the winter is because um, th- people are inside more and confined to one another. It's not that like it's able to grow more in the winter. It's that you're around people more closely. That's well, interesting. I heard he had a hook for a hand. <laughs> <laughs> that would be the ultimate haunted house for me if someone was truly trying to freak oh, me out. A hospital, a ger- like a germ house. Mm. Germ house, contagion. <laughs> yeah. contagion. I watched Contagion the other day, and I was oh. that was a weird movie. That was a fucked up movie. Yeah. I, I watched that it too. didn't have a point. See, for me, if it's a minor cold, what I would do, uh, honestly, like if it's my f- girlfriend's minus you, I would not even like think twice. I'd just be like, I'm sick, but I'm coming. No. Nope. Mm. Because they don't, they wouldn't care. You should ask them first. Go, yeah. hey guys, yeah. I'm sick. Should I still? And, and don't pull that shit where you show up and they're like, 
Are you sick? And yeah. you're like, no, it's just allergies. That's I know. Thing. It's never oh. allergies. But we all say it's allergies to lie to ourselves. <laughs> I know. Yes. We do. Yeah, it's lying to ourselves. I think you could consult your friends and be like, I'm letting everyone know I'm, I have a cold. Um, do you want me to go or not? Or is that rude? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, is there a way where, you know, what's really heartwarming is a, is a conscious sick person who washes their hands, wears a mask on a plane. Oh, it's my friend Dave. Who, he wears masks on planes. So do I. You do? No matter what. And you can get some nice ones. on. I've talked about this on a Patreon. Uh, on Amazon, you can get a nice $13 uh, reusable face mask that uh, is N95, which gets out all the bacteria and germs and viruses. How is it to wear for a long period of time? It's not then? bad. Because my actually, thing is with glasses is... The the breath from my it has little goes up into my glasses mm-hmm. and it fogs my glasses. It's okay on planes. I always wear a turtleneck or a scarf and I pull Smart. it over my face anyway because I don't like that air. Mm-hmm. So I need a little humidity as I'm talking through my turtleneck right now. <laughs> I wore a scarf on Friday on the plane and I when I got on the plane the second I heard somebody cough. I wrapped it up around my face Get and a went ma- to sleep. I'm telling you guys, I'll, I'll link to uh, the mask that, that I've been using. It's got a little um, vent in it. So the, the oxygen like gets... Yeah, exactly. I do look like Bane. It looks... <laughs> Can I get a Coke? <laughs> Ask yourself. <laughs> yeah, well... But so Maria, what? so you're the germaphobe. What do you think this person should do? You think if they're conscientious, it's okay? I think if it's a minor cold... Everyone's got a minor cold. Uh, Steve's looking at me like I'm an alien. But what I'm saying is... I'm shocked. Well, a minor cold is not... If you are conscious of it. What if the person was like, I'll see you guys tomorrow. I threw up yesterday, no, no, but no, I no, feel no. good today. No, you're de- you're done. <laughs> you're out. <laughs> you're out. You're canceled. Puking is my worst. But we had to do a follow-up because Maria wouldn't let me come out the other day, and I'm grateful for it because I had a stomach bug. But then, so I never, I didn't have any... We recorded in different rooms. We recorded course, in different rooms. In different rooms. states. And then the next day, true? though, you no, had a stomach... You came down with a stomach bug. I had a little something, but <laughs> I don't know if that up? was... Re- no, 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 no. Okay. It was... It, I, I don't think it was related, though. By it was the way, when... When I was listening ache. to that, I was like, I hope they're both not sick when I No, no. I felt so amazing the next day. <laughs> yeah, if anyone, if someone says I threw, like, oh, yeah, I wasn't, if anyone is near me that hasn't felt good in, like, the last Why? five days. What was it? What did you have? Was it, I'm, it, the, I'm the one who asked all the questions, yeah. like, was it food poisoning or are you exactly. actually sick? Is it something that's contagious? But I learned from the doctors. You know that show with that sexy doctor during daytime TV? Dr. Oz? Dr. Oz? No, no, no. The, the, the one that looks like a soap opera star. Um, you know the doctor? doctors? No. Yeah, yeah. I heard you, of the doctor. You've seen oh, that guy. I do know what you're you know that guy. About. Yeah, yeah. That, that guy that's not a doctor. Yeah, no, none of them are. But he says that there's no difference between a stomach flu and food poisoning. He said what? that to me and that stuck with me. He What's said that it mean? To you. <laughs> <laughs> you know the people on that little box aren't talking directly to you, Maria. <laughs> but he said it, and it stuck. He with means me. to the person who has it, but not. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no, it's all. It's all of. It's all about a virus getting inside you, right? But a food poisoning is not contagious. Yes, it is. What? No. I'm telling you There's guys, food no, that can't be. that's not right. That's what, maybe if you throw up into another person's mouth, then yeah, you'll get it. That's not right. 
Is By the way, I haven't thrown up in 32 years. Are you kidding? No. Wow. I was 18 last time I threw up, and it was from drinking. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, and you just avoided it all It's costs. my biggest fear is yeah. throwing up. I had a stomach bug last year after um, 15, 16 years of not ever having a stomach And you bug. threw up? It was horrible. Is horrible. It was worse than you imagined it. It was. It's not so much the throwing up. It's the feeling of the, the nauseousness feeling. I hate And that. not yeah. being able to get rid. There's nothing you can do. There's nothing Weed. you can do. Weed is the only thing. Because I, I get vertigo. Oh, I've had vertigo right. my whole life. Oh. And uh, weed's the only thing that helps with nausea. Interesting. I think actually a peppermint oil or spearmint oil, anything minty Ginger. really helps. Good. Yeah. But I was um, huffing and puffing my oils <laughs> when I was sick. I was. Um, so there's different kinds of food poisoning. There's bacteria and there's viral. So viral food poisoning can pass from person to person. So that a, a common foodborne virus is norovirus. So norovirus, which is is like what we call the stomach flu, is actually also a foodborne illness. Ah, interesting. So then bacteria, where it's like spoiled food or something like that. That's not. That's not. That's like salmonella, E. coli. But then like actual stomach flu viruses. Yes, are contagious. But those can be ca- caused by food. Do you get the flu shot? No. You don't? No. Wow. And why don't you get the flu shot? I just never have. And I, I, I don't trust it. And I don't trust my body. Are you an anti-vaxxer? Um, I don't think... <laughs> no, no, of course. Are you kidding? I'm like, yes. Put Pump anything into me, but that's only one strain of the flu, right? That they give you. Yeah, but they try and figure out what strain's going to be the most predominant that year. Like, There's usually like three that go around. If it's a different one, then you got the flu shot for it. It still lessens the the effects of the flu. You should probably get it this year. I, I used to get them as a kid, of course. And then a couple, I was such a needle phobe that I wouldn't get them for a few years. And then I got one last year and it was totally fine. It didn't even hurt. It you know, didn't? No. I have a podcast. I haven't done it in a while, but uh, it's called We're No Doctors. Mm-hmm. I love that. I love that We're No Doctors podcast. Early on, if you can find this episode, we had... Nicole Sullivan. I was just going to bring that up because that has stuck with me. You heard that one? Oh, yes. Nicole Sullivan got the H1N1 flu virus and was in a coma. It was so bad. They had to put her in a coma because her fever wouldn't break. It was like, what, 106? And she said she was like walking down the street, like. Covered in her own puke. Yeah, delirious. (gasps) She almost died. And so the doctor, she had had a flu shot a week before. And for the flu shot to be 100% effective, you have to have it two weeks before you get the flu. But the doctor said, if you had had this a week earlier, you probably wouldn't have gotten the H1N1 virus. And uh, But the fact that you did have this already in your body starting to worry, it probably saved your life. <gasps> the more you know. I, I think that... If we're the fact that we're still throwing up as human beings that we haven't eradicated it is kind of nuts. I can't believe we still have to pee and poop. Yeah, that's the other thing. And eat. Yeah. Well, that's more pleasure for some people. Sleep. 
I, yeah, I just sleep. don't understand Ugh. if they can. If I was a scientist, and maybe I will be one day, you will be. I I would I I would spend all my money, my science money, figuring out how to eradicate the. You know, some people are immune to the norovirus. Maybe I am. Maybe that's why I haven't puked in thirty two years. I don't know if I've ever had knock on wood norovirus because that lasts. The only time I've ever had. A stomach thing has been like 24 hours. I've never had something that lasted like a week. Knock on wood. Same here. Hello. <laughs> Hi, it's the doctor. <laughs> it's the doctor from the doctors. From the doctors. Yeah, I think so. What do you think, Steve? What's your final answer for... for... Don't go. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'd say, you know... Who's it for? If you go, who's or it see for? see how you feel the see next morning. See how you morning. feel. But also, it's just a mild cold. I say go. I'm always looking for excuses to get out of shit. We know. Oh, my God. We know. Not the Big Ones podcast. No, never. I'm looking for excuses to do the Big Ones podcast. <laughs> so, Steve, do you think the show's getting better, or do you think Absolutely. it's... Absolutely. Really? It yeah, is? Yeah, it's so good. Wow. Okay, because sometimes... Are you we, worried it's getting worse? Well, I feel like we're maybe running out of dilemmas. There are episodes that I've lift, listened to multiple times. Really? Oh my God, Which one? The, the Conjoined Twins one. Oh, that, that was my, really one, one of my favorites. God damn it. That was one of the funniest things I've ever heard in my life. And when you guys just start to figure out what the punishment would be and like, you're like, let's cut her head off. <laughs> no, Amanda's And Amanda's just... like, you're making me sick. I'm getting sick. <laughs> I literally, that makes me sick still. <laughs> and you said, put a birdcage over her head. <laughs> Hanging the image of a conjoined twin sisters walking down the street, and one of them has a bird cage on her head. And you go up to him, and you're like, "Why are you wearing a bird cage?" And, she, and, you're, and she's like, "I killed somebody." Oh and my god! This is my punishment. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. No, I feel like that's a great one, but I, we need more dilemmas like that, like really hard ones. Yeah, well, send them in, guys. Send in your dilemmas. And keep them simple, okay? Sometimes you send in these long, rambling emails. And they're beautifully written, but, you know, we can't read all that. If you're going to waste your time (laughs) writing an email... Go and write a review. That's part. That's thanks, the, Steve. Yes. Thank yeah, you. Yeah. So, Steve, where can now? In two years, you're going to be blowing up. But- August, of tw- <laughs> August of 2021 is going to be my time to shine, baby. Oh God, can you the the premieres that you're going to go to? Oh my God, what are you going to wear? I don't know if I'll be alive. That's two oh, years. I'm you 50. Gotta, I could yeah, be dead. You got to hang in there for two more years and then yeah. do whatever you need to. Yeah. And then go to that haunted house. <laughs> <laughs> so you just got to stay alive for two years. Yeah, <sighs> you do. But that's a good goal. Yeah. That's stay something we should all be. Well, two years at a time. For. That's how I live my life. <laughs> <laughs> um, where can people find you, Steve? My mom's. Yeah, Riverside. <laughs> Riverside. Or online, all my social networking uh, usernames are at Steve Ag. Great. And Amanda, you know where people can find us? At the Big Ones Pod. On Twitter. And they the, can email us at the, at the Big Ones Podcast at, at gmail.com. Gmail. Wow. Well, guys, thank you so much. This has been. A real pleasure. Steve, thank you for coming out here to Hollywood and doing this. Yeah. My pleasure. And you go back to Atlanta soon? On Sunday, and I'll be there 
I mean, we 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 finished shooting in Atlanta end of January, and then we go to Panama for two weeks, and then we're done. What? A, now that's a dream to yeah, be given. Panama. I think we wrap the day before my birthday. Oh well, that's well. Hello, cake, cake. Who's on cake duty? Uh and just a quick uh, before everyone um, uh, before f- before everyone uh, wraps, let's just give a quick. Happy, happy birthday. birthday to Steve Ag. Okay, and then you take off your mask or whatever your your helmet, and then and then you look all surprised, yeah, thanks, and then guys. and then uh, the crew goes wild because there's cake. Margot Robbie gives you a big kiss on yeah. the cheek. That Panama <laughs> cake. When you have to travel to other countries, do you get worried about getting sick? I've never traveled to a place. That I have to like get immunized. Immuniz- I have to get shots to go to Panama. Immuni- immunizations? Immunitizations. Im- immunitizations. Immunizations. Immunizations. <laughs> immunitizations. Diplomatic Immuniz- immunity. <laughs> What's that from? Uh, lethal Weapon 2, I think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, but you get scared of getting the diseases. Yeah, and, and once they... Content. They sent us an email last week going, everyone needs to get these immunizations. And it's like yellow fever, uh, uh, hepatitis. Typhoid. Mm. Typhoid. Just don't pee into any rivers. Why? Because they have, um, the fish will swim, swim up your urine stream and into your urethra. <laughs> I've heard that. I've heard that. <laughs> I think that's in the Amazon. Yeah. They is. really do that? In the Amazon. Ooh, I'd love to see a video. <laughs> no, they're not like big salmon. <laughs> but I always bring a grizzly bear with me. <laughs> to, like swat them out swat and eat them. Swat the salmon. <laughs> <laughs> Swimming upstream the salmon. That's where your mind went. Swimming up peace stream. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thanks so much, everyone, for listening to The, the Big Ones. <laughs> Powered by ACAST. Hi, this is Paige from Giggly Squad, and I want to talk to you about Splash Refresher and my water intake. Okay, so you guys obviously know that I am a hydrated girly, but sometimes when you drink that much water, it starts to just taste bland and you're just like, I need something to spice it up. That's why I love Splash Refresher. It has zero sugar, zero calories, and it's a splash of sweetness. And they come in five different flavors. They're so good. Wild berry, acai grape, pineapple mango, lemon, and mandarin orange. My favorite is the wild berry because I just, I just love a berry. So if you're like me and you're drinking water all day, then try Splash Refresher. It's going to absolutely change your water game and it's good for you.